Michigan Avenue, Chicago, the Planetarium, the Aquarium, Grand Park, Jackson Park, Lincoln Park, Washington Park, Marina City, Adlai Stevenson, the locusts have stopped their advance. They're huddled in the alleys and buildings just outside the loop. Well, maybe now's the time we could move in and destroy them. Well, they aren't in hibernation, sir. They'll move if they're provoked, and they're just as deadly as ever. When the sun comes out tomorrow, they'll be active again. The Air Force is standing by with a B-52 loaded with an atom bomb. You can't drop an atom bomb on Chicago. This is It Happened One Year, a look back at the events big and small, famed and forgotten, from... Hey, everybody. Hey. We're doing it again. Here we are. It happened one year, 1967. 1967. Can you believe it? Yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we planned this episode, so I can. Yeah. yeah. No, it's nice when we have a plan. <laughs> we come in and we're not just completely making it all up. Okay, we usually have a plan. We usually read something. <laughs> That's usually the way we do things. Sometimes not a lot. Yeah. I liked it, you know, I think when we had uh, first-hand experience. Yeah. And there was things we could talk about. I think that there was always a natural kind of segue in. We'd be like, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, having a good time. And then next thing you'd be like, and you know what else was great? Teletubbies, you know, and we would just kind of go, you know, but at least we would have that. But we don't have a natural Teletubby segue in. Okay, no, but you know what I mean. Like, I yeah. think that the 60s yeah, yeah. are a little harder that way. Oh, they are. Not a lot of easy avenues to be like, you remember where you were that time, and the next thing you know, I yeah. was watching Forrest Gump. Well, look, I don't want to jump the small talk, but we've got a very natural segue on this one because we live in Chicago. <laughs> so, uh, I don't like talking about, like, process stuff with the show because I yeah. feel like that's boring. People don't care about no. that. But we did recently wrap up the what I thought was going to be the complete TV in '67 oh, yes. experience. But now I did find other shows from uh, from Damn November it. 3rd, so I kind of <laughs> want to do those too. But but this is like a little mini yeah. series, you know? Yeah. Like how in season one we had kind of a, a half-assed series of Dealer's Choice episodes, yes. which we've gotten away from in season two. Oh, we should do more of those. But I think that there's nothing for either of us to pick in oh, 67. Yeah. Uh, I would have Dealer's Choice 1967. We're just going to do what the month of April was like. Right. It's it was just, nice. It's not as good. Yeah, yeah. I got it. I Maybe got season it. three will bring that back. Yeah, I got it. Um, but this was another little series I wanted to get to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many episodes will be. A couple. Yeah. And... Uh, it, yeah, it's going to involve us here in Chicago. It is. Yeah. But before we get to that, we are doing other different things this season that we didn't do last season, including having uh, guest intro folks. Yeah, we did. Yeah. How about today's guest intro? Who do we pick? <laughs> <laughs> today's guest intro, of course, uh, the great Jim Warner. Oh, yes. Uh, an absolute Northeast Pennsylvania legend who I believe currently lives in Kentucky. So he's bringing all the Northeast Pennsylvania goodness. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for pitching in. And he also appears in a huge upcoming episode, like everyone doing the intros these days. Yes. And so that's coming soon uh, as well. At some point. At some point, yes. The, the trailer may be connected to this episode, depending <laughs> on when it comes out. We're going to start pumping out the trailer for that episode uh, soon on every single episode. Yes, get so excited. So get, get interested. Listeners, let us know if it's too much, but we probably won't uh, adjust <laughs> no, we're going to keep pushing this episode, yeah. as I believe it will be the multi-part season finale. <laughs> so, uh, strap in. We'll yeah. see you in the spring. 
Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know where uh, Jim Warner has visited a number of times? Chicago, Illinois. Yes. And so here we are talking about the first part of Chicago in 67. Mm-hmm. And what are we going to cover this time? We had a couple options. We did. And I was like, what do you want to talk about? And I want to talk about natural disasters. We've or got disasters. Disasters, yeah. Naturalish um, disasters. Yeah, the first one, the first part of this that we're talking about tonight, we, I, actually, there is still to this day no real information on how it started. Oh. Which I thought was interesting. So you think sooner or later they would have come you up with figure that? Figure it out, yeah. But uh, but yeah, this is uh, uh, cat- catastrophes that took place yes. in Chicago and the Chicago land area. Yes. Uh, in 1967, yeah. weirdly, there's a number of them. Yeah, a lot of activity. A lot of activity. Because we were talking about this, is since we've lived here, there's been, you know, there's been some major snowstorms, and yep. we've lived here, you know, 15 years. Like, yeah. you would think we would have run across more, but there really haven't been that much. No. Not Not that I could distinctly point to and be like, there, you know, like, the, like when the river broke through the, into the basements in Chicago in the 80s. Oh, like, yeah. And flooded everything. That's the major Chicago flood. Yeah. You know, uh, 1871, you know, yep. the major Chicago fire. But since we've been here, you know, there was the snowpocalypse of yep. 2012, but yep. that's about it. And even yeah. that was just a bad snowstorm. Yeah, a couple a couple blizzards, a couple really, really cold periods of time where the, the temperature dropped to, like, alarmingly low levels. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, no, not a lot of broad city disasters. No. The first winter I lived here, the winter of 2008 to 2009, yeah. there was like a stretch of like a week that was like 20 below yeah. every day. And that seemed bad at the time, but now having living here all this time, that wasn't that uncommon. Not that bad. <laughs> Although we, the first year Joe lived here, we lived in a really shitty uh, garden apartment, which is code for half underground. Yeah. And the bathroom didn't have any place to put your towel, so we stuck like hooks to the wall. Yeah. And because you would use your towel and then hang it on the wall... Our towels froze to the wall. <laughs> yeah. That was, that wall I will was, never forget that. That wall was obscenely cold so because cold. it just was straight to the outside. Yes. And so, yes, there was many a frozen towel. <laughs> it's a hell of a way to move to Chicago. We lived there one winter. And then also we lived, we were taking the train to work. And yeah. so the train was like six or seven blocks yeah. away, which isn't so bad most of the time. But when it's 20 below. Oh, terrible. Those were tough days. Yeah. Those were tough days. Yeah. So that's about it, though. Yeah. Um, and like we were talking about this, I can't think of a building that burned down, like no. burned to the ground. No. I guess that's not really a modern problem in a lot of ways in I a think, big city. Yeah. Like sky high rises aren't burning yeah, down. Yeah. No. Know? I think you've seen like houses, sure. ma- like major house fires. Yeah. Uh, there've been a couple of like random industrial fires that were really big, but right. But not you know. Yeah. We can come back to that. Maybe yeah. there's something to talk about there. Yeah. But in 1967, wildly. Uh, McCormick Place burned down. <laughs> like, if you have any, if you know anything about Chicago, yeah. most people who visit Chicago in a business sense probably go to McCormick probably, Place. Probably, yeah. It's this great big trade show building, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, like, back there used to be the International Amphitheater was a thing in Chicago where they used to hold the political conventions. Oh, yeah. It was mostly at that, at that amphitheater, which uh-huh. has been torn down since. But McCormick Place was yeah. built in the 60s, the early 60s. Yeah. And it completely burned to the ground in 1967. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's still, obviously they rebuilt it. It's huge. Like, yeah. it's enormous. I can't, like, you could, you drive underneath it. It's a whole campus. Like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's I right over on the lakefront. It's right, it's right near Soldier Field. Like, yeah. it's this great big building. I can't imagine something, I mean, maybe it wasn't as big in 1967, but I can't imagine something with the same purpose, like, just burning to the ground. It That's was, crazy. I, uh, from what I can gather, it was still a pretty big building back in, even in its original form. Yeah. The Airy Crown Theater is still there and that was in there at the time oh. and the Aircraft Theater was like the one part of it that kind of made it through oh. like it got damaged 
but it more or less remained intact. The rest of the building burned down. Wow. And and from what I could find, there's not a ton of information on how it started. There's some speculation that there was that it was set up for a trade show at the time, and one of the vendors, they think that's where it came from, was like the wiring of one of the vendors. Yeah. But because it was this trade show of like goods, it was like clothing and stuff. Yep. Uh, there was a ton of flammable stuff oh. there, and so once it started, it just burned. <laughs> All night long and took uh, the whole building down. Damn it! Yeah, so it was a a big. It, like, when they built the building, there's actually there was actually a quote saying that it was meant to outlast Rome's glories. Oh no! That the building was completely fireproof, and so yeah. See, you can't say that. You can't say when you build a building, you can't say it's proof to anything because that thing will happen to that building. Right. It was apparently the Titanic of buildings. <laughs> And so, uh, it was, oh, this building will last forever. I, I do wish James Cameron would make McCormick Place <laughs> his romantic drama of the building burning down. Um, uh, one person died in the McCormick uh, Place fire, not uh, 900 people or yes. 1,100 people with the Titanic. Yeah. And yeah, it was really, that was it. They later blamed it on uh, the convention personnel and the security guards, yeah. the, the general building construction that yeah. couldn't withstand the fire. For sure. Uh, and some serious deficiencies in uh, temporary wiring related to the trade show. And that's that's what happened. It was rebuilt in four years. Oh, wow. So by 71, it was back up and running. But that was the Great McCormick Place fire. Uh, one thing that I did find funny in some of the research I did was... In in the in Chicago at least they've there was some speculation that there was a what's the silver lining to McCormick Place burning down so the fire starts late late on uh, January fifteenth sure but it really catches on the sixteenth the January fifteenth of uh, nineteen sixty seven was the day of the first Super Bowl oh won by the Green Bay Packers and so <laughs> when this when McCormick Place burns down that's the top story in the Chicago <laughs> Tribune pushing the Green Bay Packers championship uh, suck it, down Packers. off of the the headline headline so <laughs> <laughs> eat it Packers sorry Bart Starr fire going on we, we got a fire to pay attention to I thought that was pretty good oh that that's that wonderful was, that was the positive to McCormick Place that's uh, wonderful smoldering into a bundle of ashes well I mean that must have been pretty amazing to see too a fire that big like you would think because you i assume you could see it from a lot of places in the in the city the yeah. smoke and the flames and things yeah and especially down here so we live in the south loop which is you know fairly close to mccormick yeah. place and we can see mccormick place from from the bedroom from yeah. the windows so back then figure there's nothing you yeah know, i mean the, the town still had high rises but down here there's no high rises now really yeah. so you know you can get a pretty i think most of chicago had a pretty clear view yeah. of huh. just the the night sky <laughs> illuminated by the flames at McCormick. So. <laughs> well, good for them. Well, I I will say January of 1967, not a great month for the city of Chicago even because that oh. was January 15th. Right, and the Green Bay had already won. Green Bay had already won. Yeah, the Bears, Bears did not make the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, Eleven days later, uh, the city was struck with the to this day uh, snowstorm that had the most snowfall uh, of any snowstorm to ever hit the city of Chicago. Oh my God! Uh, it started on. And this is basically Snowtown, USA. Yeah. 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 yeah, but this was uh, the most snow town you could possibly be. Uh. So it started on January 26th, which was just a Thursday, I think. And it 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 went for 29 hours. It started like 5 in the morning on a, on that Thursday, and it went till Friday at 10 a.m. before the snow finally stopped. Solid. Uh, a record-setting 23 inches of snow. Uh, pretty good. Which is pretty good. It's not exactly Buffalo snowfall, but <laughs> no, it's not bad. It's a lot for Chicago. Yeah. But it was like a full-blown blizzard, so there were 50-mile-per-hour like wind gusts, so you couldn't even like plow the roads because it would just blow all the snow right back into the roads. Mm. They said there were drifts as high as 15 feet 
and there were like thunderstorms within the blizzard and thunder snow and, and thunder snow and funnel clouds like all within this crazy Fun. blizzard so yeah so it started but it started and the uh the weather folks the forecast uh, didn't quite get it right. They started with like, ah, oh, mix of rain and snow. Yeah. And then they said there were maybe going to be four inches of snow. Meteorologists were like, bring a jacket. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. Uh, and then eight inches of snow. Ooh, uh, and then on bring the, a shovel. The, on the news uh, that night, when it had been snowing for 12 hours, uh, they said the, the worst of it was over and it snowed for another, uh, what is that, uh, like another... 18 hours nice so they really uh really got it wrong yeah there. bring your own dump truck but for that reason like people it started at 5 a.m but people went to work so a sure. lot of people were like were stranded there were there like they said there were they were like oh the the, the heavy stuff's already come down yeah we're probably all right you're good to go they said there were between 20,000 and 50,000 abandoned cars on the streets of chicago wow. it took three weeks to actually plow all the streets afterwards they said there were 800 to 1100 buses just stranded in wow. the city the you know, they say some people like it would report on their commute that was supposed to be 30 minutes taking six hours. Some people didn't come home for days. Ooh. Some people abandoned their car, went directly to the bar, sure. like, just yeah. walked home, like just like <laughs> leaving all their stuff ever because you couldn't do anything. Like yeah. it was just an insane amount of snow. I feel like there's probably a lot of stories of people like you know, abandoning their old lives that day. Like, <laughs> yes. they were just like, you know what? And, like, they leave their families, and they're just, just well, yeah. he never came back from the snowstorm. No, no. In, in April, we found his car on Lakeshore Drive. and, yeah, and uh, No, we don't know what happened to Ed. Ed's yeah. got a whole new family in Cleveland. <laughs> he goes by Dave now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, crazy. And, and we still haven't beat it in terms of the, uh, the amount of snow uh, in one storm. Yeah. However... Um, so that was February, or that was January 26th to 27th. Mm -hmm. uh, there are 31 days in January. Mm -hmm. On February 1st, we got four more inches of snow. Oh, not helping things. And then on February 5th, uh, eight and a half more inches of snow. Wow. So it was really like, yeah. between that period of time, it was like, what is that math? Like 36 and a half inches of snow. Uh, <laughs> in, in like a week? In like a week That's and a tough. half. That's tough. Uh, it's, a, it's a tough week and a half. There were, some people did die. 26 people died oh, wow. in the blizzard. Some died, they don't have the cause of death for everybody. Some died uh, from heart attacks due to uh, shoveling the snow. Mm. But there was a young girl who was caught in a uh, crossfire between looters and police. Uh, and she got <laughs> that's, shot. That's pretty vintage Chicago, right? <laughs> Right there. She was shot either by the looters or the police. Yeah, that's, that's tough. Uh, so a little uh, blizzard-related gun gunfire. A little mayhem. You can't have a Chicago event without someone dying being shot. No yeah, matter what I mean, the that's, event is. Yeah, Fourth of July. Yeah. You know, the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. The trains are slow at Roosevelt. Yeah, these <laughs> yeah. things are happening. People, people are going to get shot. That's how it yeah. goes. Uh, so yeah, so that was the January twenty-sixth to twenty-seven uh, blizzard of Chicago. You know, I mean, even to facetiously refer to Chicago as Snowtown, we don't actually get that much snow. No. Like it's cold. Yeah. And it's windy, but my theory has always been that like lake effect snow, you kind of have to be on the west side of the lake, right? Because yeah. most weather seems to go... East side or the east side of the lake. Because yeah, yeah. most weather tends to go west to east. Yeah. And that's why, like, Buffalo gets so much snow. Yeah. Uh, Erie gets a lot of snow, things like that. Yeah. But because we're on the west side of the lake, we don't have that big lake effect snow no. thing. I don't think. I mean, I'm sort of guessing at this, yeah. but... Uh, like, since I've been here, like, we'll have snow. Again, Snowpocalypse was pretty bad, where yeah. that, like, shut down Lakeshore Drive. Yeah. And a lot of people were in abandoned in their yeah, cars and stuff idea. like that. Yeah. But, like, that didn't hung, hang around for a super long time. I no. also don't think that was in January. I feel like that was later. Like, I think it was, like, March or April. So then Maybe, yeah. it melted a little quicker. Yeah. But, uh, but no, otherwise, like, it's mostly contending with the cold here. 
and like the ice and the wind Mm -hmm. not really so much with like tons and tons of snow no no and there's some but also we have always lived in the middle of the city so even if there is a lot of snow like they get cleared pretty early downtown is the streets are gonna get cleared yeah Yeah. in the neighborhoods where it takes three weeks to plow the streets like it's gonna take a little i only the only the one year we lived in lincoln park i remember it seemed like yeah i remember remember the sidewalks being icy and it being like snowy up there but like but down you know we lived in you know streeterville is north of the loop and we live in the south loop so in town it's really not so so bad yeah yeah that is odd. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have expected that that's the record that would stand. Yeah. But can you imagine, like, again, a week later, and it's you get eight and a <laughs> half more inches, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. I would move. I feel like that would be it for me. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Well, I would say as 26 people died? 20, 26 people died. Yeah. So, and maybe it's just because this is not an area that's well-equipped for this, but the third and final serious uh, disaster we're going to talk about was... There was one day in nineteen in April of sixty seven, April twenty first, that oh, I believe it was Tony Dance's birthday. Oh, happy birthday! Is that Tony right? Dance. <laughs> oh wait, because it's Munchak's birthday, isn't that right? It's the twenty first. Sorry for Dave's birthday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I believe this is Tony Dance's birthday. When was Tony Dance? He would have been alive then, right? Oh yeah, so seven. Yeah, yeah. He would have only he would have been like in his teens. Yeah, right? yeah. I, he's I about think... he's about seventy now. Yeah. So yeah, maybe Tony Danza's sixteenth birthday, <laughs> uh, April twenty first, nineteen sixty seven. Yep. There were it's the biggest outbreak of tornadoes I believe ever in the state of Illinois. Yeah. But certainly one of the most the biggest in the uh, concentration around Chicago. Chicago's not really a tornado area, and since I've lived here, I don't remember. There being tornadoes here, maybe oh. in the suburbs there. Were... Yeah, the sub. There have been a couple in the suburbs. There, there was one last year in the suburbs because, uh, like, people I work with were impacted by it. Yeah. And I work. I've always worked for big companies that had a, a like a oh, lot of employees. Uh, yeah, or a lot of employees in the suburbs. Um, and so a couple of times that's happened yeah. recently. Yeah. This was just widespread because it's a big area yeah. around Chicago. So like the biggest ones were in Belvedere. Belvedere is up near Woodstock. So figure oh. Woodstock's a good hour and a half from here. Like yeah. that's far away. And then Oaklawn, which is to the south. To, like So wait, those were on the same day? This all happened on the same day. There were oh. like there was legitimately I, I think they point to something like like ten F two tornadoes. Oh and like uh, like thirty other tornadoes. Like it was a huge tornado day. Um and it just happened to all land on this one same day. It's something like they have this listed as 15 F1s, 17 F2s, 3 F3s, and 5 F4s all on the same day. Oh, my God. And so across all of these... So that's an insane number of tornadoes. Yeah, like, it, like the way that you described it, it was just like this, it, just the storms lined up just right. So these yeah. two storm fronts hit each other oh my and created God. all these tornadoes on this one day. Jesus. And yeah, like there were a ton of violent tornadoes. The Belvedere tornado, which is up by Lake Zurich, too. So that's and it strikes in the middle of the afternoon yeah. on a school day. So it's all of these people getting out of school, people getting oh out of work, God. and it all happens all at once. So that's why so many people died in, in this yeah. day because everybody was outside and people weren't you know prepared for it. It's yeah. a tornado, you know. So the Belvedere tornado, twenty four people were killed. Oh my uh, God! Including thirteen people at the high school where they were like getting on buses. Jesus. Because um, they were saying like this was so out of the blue yeah. that like. People and cars were just being thrown around. Like, wow. it was this kind of violent, you know, uh, crazy thing. And they had to, like, use the high school as, like, a triage center. Oh, my like, God. They're carrying people in and doing yeah. all this stuff. Um, there was a Chrysler plant nearby where 400 cars were destroyed. Oh, my God. Um, there was a school bus that was thrown into power lines oh, uh, and was ripped in half. Like, it, there's it's these crazy stories yeah. of what was going on. And that was, like, the first of the big 
of these tornadoes. Because this took place at like 4 o'clock, something yeah. like that. 3.30, 4 o'clock. And then there's Lake Zurich, which is, I guess, I guess the tornado ends up in Lake Zurich, but it, was, it started somewhere near Elgin. So figure there, the, like yeah. that whole area. That one was, there was still a lot of damage. A lot of homes were destroyed, things like that. There weren't as many deaths there. I think it was one, one person died. 500 homes were destroyed. Wow. Like, it was pretty bad. A thousand pound air conditioning unit was thrown half a mile. <gasps> like just, uh, this was oh a crazy powerful storm. That's crazy. But the worst one was the Oaklawn one. So yeah. Oaklawn is the south side. Of, it's like 80th Street. It's the south side of Chicago. So that's, I mean, that's 70 blocks from here, 60 blocks from here. So it's yeah. not that far away really yeah. from downtown. This took a place about five o'clock. So now it's a little bit later. Um, they think it started in Joliet. So Joliet's, 15, 20 miles away, mm-hmm. and then works its way up towards Chicago. Yep. The that's, That ends up being an F4, and I want to say 33 people Jesus. were killed. Because this was now, this is a widespread, this this is a path of destruction that's 16 miles long. Oh my God. Um, you know, it's, I think at one point they listed it as being 180 yards wide. Oh my God. Um, so it was a huge, you yeah. know, a huge tornado. It destroyed a drive-in theater, so that's fun. Oh. A little twister, a little yep. twister callback. But uh, yeah, it hit a roller skating rink and killed people there. Uh, it, it destroyed some buildings at a high school, a grocery store, uh, restaurants, apartment buildings. Two gas stations exploded. Um, there was a hundred mile per hour winds. So it was, and then it, it ended up going into the lake. Was the only reason it stopped. Oh apparently my God. by Rainbow Beach, which wow. I think is 79th Street, something like that. That's crazy. Yeah. So it was a really devastating series of tornadoes. But the fact that like. You know, like, I don't know, you know, we don't live in Tornado Alley. Like, I don't know yeah. when you have tor- multiple tornadoes in a day. That was always the twister criticism, right? It was like, how could this all happen in one day? Yeah. But maybe that's really the case. Totally like, could have. If you have yeah. the two storm fronts together, yeah. that line is what creates all the tornadoes. Yeah. yeah. We So when I was growing up, I remember learning about tornadoes. And I distinctly remember talking to my parents and being terrified because they're so scary. Yeah. And my parents were like, no, well, we live in a, in a hilly area. Like, right. it's not mountainy, but it's real hilly. So, like, tornadoes don't, I don't know if this is true. This is what they they told me though yeah. the tornadoes don't go over hills so i never you know i never really thought i was thought i would never run into tornado and then when we moved here i remember the first time i ever heard a tornado siren i was driving home from work i think it was when i was working in oak brook and i was coming in like it, we lived in streeterville and i was coming in like to the parking garage i was almost home but the siren started going off and i was like i do i do something like <laughs> right, i have no idea yeah. yeah so and then we, they've gone off a handful of times in the time that we've lived here but yeah. not not that many there was one over the summer do you remember when we were here I think yeah. it was this past summer. They started going off, and and they were saying like that, like it was headed for downtown. It was like everyone was like, "Oh my god, it's headed for downtown, but the northern part." But yeah, yeah. Then it dissipated, or I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It wasn't. It, I remember it like when thing. we've had those things where like we've had like warnings and things for tornadoes here, and I remember like this last summer that was kind of, and we've had that happen a couple times since we've lived down here. Yeah. And because of the balcony, we can see the storms and stuff. So we have had tended to like be out on the balcony yeah. and be like, oh, let's see what's going on. And it does like the sky will look crazy, but yeah. we've never seen like funnels. Like, no. Usually the tornadoes seem to push north of town. Yeah. So even or, like. Or further south. Yeah, yeah. Like not really right into town. Yeah. And I think partly that's that same idea of like living near mountains or hills. Yeah. And because downtown Chicago has so many skyscrapers that, yeah. that it almost functions the same way. Yeah. Maybe? Like bra- uh, yeah. Could be. Yeah. Listeners, if you're a meteorologist, tell us if we're wrong. But yeah. that seems like a good theory. Yeah. I like that. They're like, um, just write in at us. Uh, uh, it happened one year on Twitter with the number one and just write bullshit. <laughs> 
Um, but there were no there were no tornadoes in in upstate New York. Where Never, you were? no, I don't ever remember one being anywhere near or it ever being a thing. Like no, yeah. I don't remember that being. A See, thing. like I mean, growing up in Scranton, Scranton because again, it's in a valley that yeah. doesn't really have tornadoes either. No, but. But, like, where I went to college, up by Keystone, even though Keystone is still sort of in the same area, there was tornadoes from time to time. Really? And like, the one while, I think it was while I was still there, or maybe it was right after. But, like, it was it was in between semesters or something. Yeah. But, like, 80 trees got knocked down oh, on the wow. campus. Like, there was so camp, and, and I think one of them hit a building. Like, there was pretty bad tornadoes. There was some, huh. there was some little trailer park up by a lake up that way. Like eleven people died. Like wow. so, there were tornadoes from time to time, yeah, just not in Scranton, just in the area. Yeah. So. But yeah, the only other thing I could think of here, it wasn't exactly a tornado, but like, I mean, it does get windy in Chicago. <laughs> and uh, there was one time where where I was working, the building I worked in, which isn't surrounded by other big buildings, but is right over by the lake. Like half of the windows on the one side of the building were broken. It was a fifty-story building, but it was real windy the one day, yeah. and so we were all. I w- we were in the stairway for like an hour, wow. like at the end of a day. Uh, it wasn't the you know it was like t- so the worst part was like I want to go home. Yeah, <laughs> and so like we're like they're not letting us leave because it's so windy outside and windows are breaking all across the building. Yeah, but we were in one of those big in- the big industrial you yeah, know stairways. Stairwell. For like an hour, like waiting, and finally, like it just died down enough, and we didn't really get the go ahead to leave. But I was like, I'm going. Home. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. But that was the only thing I could think of that was even uh, comparable, really. Yeah. So those were. I loved working in uh, a high rise building that had like a building management company that would do fire drills. Oh yeah. And and they'd like you you when new people would join the company, just be like just don't bring your coffee, like just right. don't. Don't make they would fun just of you. Let you have it. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Coffee purses. Yeah. It was like leave everything at your desk. Yeah. 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 I, the one guy that we had was like, this knows my memory of it, so it's probably exaggerated as how it really happened. But someone on my on my team had like had brought their coffee, and he's like, your coworker, your coworker slips in that coffee after you spilt, and they die. And we were yeah. like, oh my god. I, you know, what I didn't expect when I moved here and like we started working in a high rise is yeah. how fire drills would function. Because like the last building I worked at when I was still in Scranton. I worked in like a three-story building. An yeah. evacuation was everybody gets out of the building. Yeah. In here, in Chicago, they don't evacuate 50-floor no. buildings for fire drills. Yeah. Like, you just go to a different floor. And I was like, well, that seems crazy. <laughs> like, why is that the plan? Like, But we did learn. So we had a, when we lived in our last building, there was a fire on, what was it, like the seventh floor? floor? Yeah. yeah. And so, we and lived on 20. 20. Yeah. And so you really saw how, like, the... In the elevator, the doors would open onto that floor, and the walls are black and yeah. shit. Like it looked horrible, and then yeah, yeah. all the everything else was fine. It yeah. kind of smelled smoky for a while. Well, like, the crazy thing, so you weren't there. The thing was that was a work day, and I was working. I was off for some reason, but you weren't no, I there was working. at yeah. the time. And so I and I wasn't there when the fire started. But we, I went to the movies. Me and Dave were at at the movies. We saw uh, a little movie called Movie Forty Three, the worst <laughs> movie you'll ever see. But, and it just happened to be, this is when this fire took place. So we used, so where we lived uh, in Streeterville was like three blocks from the movie theater. Yeah. And so me and Dave go to the movies and we come back and the street's all blocked off. And I don't know why. And then I see this fire truck. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I see it's our building. I was like, oh boy. (laughs) But like, it just occurred to me, like I was off that day. Like if I was in the apartment, so you get into the apartment and there's like the exhaust in the living room. There's, it's black above this. Like, and so this must've been the whole building. Yeah. We're 13 floors away from it. Yeah. But rising up the way it did. Yep. And then because the sprinklers went off, the lobby, the walls are all cracked because the water had come through. Yeah. And just how messed up it was. And then that, I mean, that was probably, wow, man, when did movie, movie 43 come out? 2013 maybe? Yeah. 
But the lobby was never the same after yeah. that. Because they were always, it was always under construction from that point forward. It was always kind of a, an older building. Yeah. But then, like, the next day we found, like, the pictures in the, like, there were pictures in the yeah. newspaper of flames shooting yeah. out of this apartment. No, I saw it that day. So I was at work. I think you had texted me about it. Oh, maybe. And I opened up just the news and I see the video of our building on the, and flames just shooting out. And I was like, well, that's my apartment building. Like, yeah. that's unfortunate. Yeah. And it was so messed up. But, like, how, I just never thought how would a fire function in a high rise. Yeah. That, like, because it's all one central air unit, this soot got everywhere. Oh, my God. They were coming through washing the walls for like a week yeah. in the whole building. Like. Yeah. I remember clean like even I thought I had cleaned out. We had to clean out all of our cabinets, yeah. like our kitchen cabinets. And it was everywhere. And I would still find like later I'd be like, oh, there's more. Like I would yeah. still find it for forever. We still found soot in like different parts of the apartment. Yeah. Like surprisingly how much of it there was. Yeah. Even though like, I mean, that apartment I think burned pretty significantly. But yeah. it's not like the like the building was ever in any structural damage no. or anything or in any danger, you know. Yeah. But... Um, but yeah, they had to redo that whole floor. It yeah. had different walls, different carpet. Like yeah. that was an older building, but like, you know, still like how radically different that was. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I just always thought of like, if I lived, if I was in the building when it started, what would you, what would you do? Yeah. Right. Cause you know, the fire's below you. There's nowhere else to go. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. and I don't think they wanted to evacuate, but yeah. there's also, there was no central PA in that building. Yeah. So I don't even know how, what they would have done. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So that's why I, I think to that day, since then, I have chosen never to watch movie for <laughs> I think it's cursed. And it's also a terrible movie. Yeah. So that's I think that's our first-hand experiences. Yeah. And, and the, the covering the tragedies of 1967 Chicago-wise. Yeah. We, of course, didn't talk about yet Mayor Daley getting elected again. <laughs> the funny. beginning of his fourth term. As we were prepping for this, Joe was like, okay, we'll talk about these three, like, uh, things. And then he just kept naming random things. And he was like, and and that's a catastrophe. And I was like, is Daly, Does that count? Is Daly's fourth election a catastrophe? Yeah, I think probably It was, it was fine. Probably It was, not. Fine. Yeah. It was I, fine. They're all kind of the same. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, in retrospect, I don't know. Maybe maybe Mayor Daly was worse than we thought. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't think his fourth election is the thing. You know what? We'll put that in the next Chicago episode. Yes. There we go. Uh, all right. So how do you want to go out? Do you want to sing that song from Twister? That Van Halen song? Oh, my God. <laughs> Humans being? Humans being? <laughs> uh, that's probably not it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. we don't Maybe we don't need yeah. it. Yeah. I don't, I don't have an outro. You think we're probably good? Yeah. All right. So... So we're uh, we'll have other Chicago. I think there's at least one more Chicago episode to do for sure. Maybe yeah. two. We got a couple. Yeah. There's a couple like news stories about Chicago I want to get into, and then there's also like things that were new. And I think that there's like firsts for Chicago, which oh. I think is kind of fun. So right. maybe we can maybe we can split that. There's up. The Great Chicago Trilogy of 1967. Yeah, we didn't do a Chicago focused episode no. for '94 because what was there? We talked about some. I'm sure we talked about it, but I don't think yeah. there was one like main group of things. No, so I don't think so. We'll get into this next time. That sounds great. Uh, here in my kind of town. Very good. <laughs> Listeners, uh, write in. Tell us what your favorite uh, disaster uh, is. We're, we want to know. <laughs> just in general. Yeah. 19, not 1967, just no. ever. What's your favorite bad thing to have happened to a lot of people? <laughs> well, that's This is grim. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm curious. This is dark. Okay, let's not call it favorite. What do you think is the most interesting? Oh, okay. That's much better. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. All right, bye. This has been It Happened One Year. Please follow us on social media and maybe invest in our new crypto.
something what is that thing i'm getting out of here i'm not sticking around to get disintegrated get down run it's coming jumping jesus it could be sputnik this suit tastes like a frog died in it keep your eyes on the skies my babies i saw this huge orange fireball hanging over the water hg wells is rolling over in his grave just let him saw you in half honey Wednesday, October 4th, 1967. Shag Harbor, Alien Town, Nova Scotia. We've had a couple calls come in about lights in the sky. Like a laser beam from a science fiction movie. When I spotted this UFO, yes, UFO, unidentified flying object. We get there, these kids are going to be fried out of their minds, raving about spacemen and moon rockets. This might be War of the World's time, lads. That it wasn't a meteor, it wasn't signal flares. It wasn't military aircraft, it wasn't civilian aircraft, and it wasn't the Saturn V rocket. Anything except the obvious, huh? You're saying aliens from outer space is the obvious answer? And try to get laid on your own time! I'm high, just saying. This was the worst birthday ever. Chronicle crossword today was a humdinger. The hell it was. Everybody panic! Is anyone safe? Mama's got the magic of pickles! Shut up, dumbasses. Hey! Get away from the truck! A tilt I won't get you high! Do the aliens read the Chronicle Herald? What is wrong with you people? The big fat commie rat in the harbor! Torbidi Katori, the Americanski. I'm ready to believe! The aliens are my god now! The visitors to Nova Scotia! Coming soon. Keep an eye out, Rusty. I'll get my gun ready. Don't shoot anything. Ain't no spaceman getting the drop on Rusty. Can I get this to go? No time, Junior. <laughs>